Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to our album review for DJ Paul and Lord Infamous. Come with me to hell. Yep. Part two. Uh, this is the Classic Quest podcast. This is a, a very special episode of the Classic Quest podcast. So I'm going to hope this is working. And if you are watching this, can you throw up in the chat? Because I see at least somebody's don't there. Don't just throw up. But... Well, I mean, don't like vomit. But throw in the chat if it's <laughs> working. This is just going to be our little quality test preamble before we get into it. Um, just to make sure it's all smooth. On my end, everything looks good. But my laptop, everything's freaking laggy McLag face. So... If y'all could just let us know, that would be freaking hype. Otherwise, um, yeah, this is our first time doing this on Twitch. So yeah. exciting this is going to be a little bit exciting. This part's all going to get clipped in the final video before we go live. So, uh, yeah, uh, just going to, you know, I'm just going to throw on my headphones over here and give a little listeny poo and uh, see what it's sounding like. Ooh, ooh, can you talk, Bonnie, just a little bit? Can sure you just can. Talk? I can say whatever... I want really i can just do that <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm just like there's a bit of a delay between the computers so for those of you here with us just kind of kind of bear with us for a quick second as we quality live i mean we maybe should have done this beforehand but this is just typically you know the experience yep. um yeah of course my computer is being a jerk face right now so i certainly hope i certainly hope it's all doing good all right, so the volumes are all good. I know that at the very least we're capturing this, so when it goes on YouTube after, it'll be good. This is a bit of an exper uh, experience, like I said. First anyway, time. So why don't we get into it? Are you ready to start the episode proper, proper? Yeah. All right. One, two, three. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our full album review for DJ Paul and Lord Infamous's Come With Me to Hell part two and this is our album review this That's is right. the classic quest podcast the show where we break down a classic albums track by track giving thoughts and opinions on every single song the kind of classics we're talking about why dj paul something and Lord just like infamous this. is come with me to hell part two my name is holden stefan roy i am your lady friend bonnie and well like i said um that's what we're doing we're talking about the album today so before we get into it a couple little pluggy plugs uh we're doing this live on twitch so for those of you seeing this video on youtube uh you can follow us on twitch links in description so that you can uh, join the the festivities and talk with us in the comments and how we're going to do the show mm -hmm. is the parts where we do the review part we're just going to ignore the comments and everything like that and then we're going to do the part where you see we have some headphones on we're going to listen to the tracks just a little bit give a little bit of our thoughts and opinions on it and then um you know sorry we listen to the songs just kind of quickly in between when we talk about it normally just to kind of refresh it a bit of a, a refresher is what i guess what i meant to say yep, yep and then um from that we're gonna go ahead and just at that point interact with y'all in the chat so that would be like the experience um otherwise you know i make music myself you can check that out on spotify links will be in the description in the video all that good stuff and uh if you want to support what we do you can check us out at patreon.com slash behind that suit mm -hmm. um anyway we like to start every episode uh kind of describing our familiarity with the artist and describing why we went ahead and chose to actually go and do this uh, album review. So the reason we chose to do it is because our patron, DJ Black Hurricane, who, happy birthday, because I know it's coming up. Heck yeah, um, happy birthday. Asked us to do this, and let's be real, it's spooky season. And it's a little bit spooky album, uh, so that's why we're choosing <clears throat> to do it. But we are, we feel like it's fair to everybody to kind of, 
you know, tell you how familiar we are with the artists going into it. So you have a general sense of where we're at before we end up getting into the album and whatnot. So, Bonnie, why don't you tell me what you know about DJ, uh, sorry, DJ, Infa- ah, DJ Lord Infamous <laughs> and DJ Paul? Um, Like off the top of my head, I can't think that of anything that I've actually listened to from like either of them. But I think like I might I might have heard some of their stuff. You know, you know what I mean? Um, For myself, I am familiar with them, but not necessarily in the era or the way of what this mixtape or album or I don't really I think it's a tape uh, really is definitely a cassette. Yeah. So like I know quite a few three, six mafia songs. I know mm-hmm. who these guys are individually. I actually listened to the tape they did with uh, ICP on Psychopathic Records. I can't remember the the name of that project. Uh, DJ Paul's everywhere these days. He he has done tracks with a lot of people I like. Yeah. And I feel like I end up talking about his name a whole bunch. Uh, so DJ Paul to, is somebody I'm pretty familiar with in general. But uh, Lord Infamous, I'm uh, familiar with for his influential name. Like if you're looking into the history of triplet flows, uh, especially back when the Migos made some grandiose claims about their um, inventing of the triplet flows, you will instantly see Lord Infamous's name be brought up. And may I say rest in peace to Lord Infamous because unfortunately he is uh, no longer with us. Um, But he's still infamous. That is true. Uh, Either way... uh, I want to get into the influential side of stuff a lot more as we talk about the project simply because to me at least it's basically what this review is going to be like holy crap this is influential like everything we freaking listen to now to almost some degree in the trap realms in the flows and all this can so many like tricks that are used like hype drops beat dropping all this stuff it's like on this little 1995 mixtape so there's definitely a lot of influential to be discussed on it but we'll get to that um what uh what are your thoughts though on the album cover and the title of the project um so i mean it's obviously you know kind of like spooky and like they're like kind of tough guys and um so like we have like a red background with like what i'm guessing is supposed to be like a sort of like a a, an old school movie version of like the kingdom of hell sort of it kind of looks like i i wasn't quite sure what it's supposed to be but that's what i took away from it um and i guess like the red to signify like all the bloodshed and you know like i don't know they're just kind of like on on the cover, both of them, kind of like mean mugging, looking kind of tough and scary. And, um, I mean, overall, it's not a bad cover. So, I mean, it does what it's uh, supposed to do. I completely agree with you. I love the fact that it feels like they're superimposed on this almost horror movie thing. Yeah. But, like, you know those super corny, really bad horror movies? Yeah, like, in my mind, I can imagine what it is, but it's... And, like, almost maybe something with some fantasy elements. Like, it almost looks like a dragon's claw holding, like, this... uh, Like, kind of Dune-esque? Egg kind of uh, power in Doom. So, and it has, like, a hellish landscape behind it. Mm -hmm. So, I definitely love the background they're on. But also, it's just the look in their face. I'll be real with y'all. Don't even ask me which one's which. I'm sure somebody in the comments can let us know. But, um, I just love 
love the deep intensity on the right and I love the swag on the left. Like、mm. it's just two separate but hard vibes that are just being, being radiated off of them like so much in their face and they're so young.、Mm-hmm. Um, I think I saw that DJ Paul is about 18 ish when this came out and Lord Infamous is in his very early 20s, maybe 22、yeah. when this came out. I did a little bit of quick maths,、so、I could be off. So I think that's also interesting and worth noting.、Um, I love the title, Come With Me to Hell Part 2. Or I think that's what it's called, yeah. yeah. And that just kind of makes me picture the environment because, as we've come to see with a lot of these more horrorcore、uh, projects throughout our little endeavors, a lot of it is in places where, especially in the 90s, the, the, the violence was bad and a lot of the environments were really bad. And from what I understand, Memphis is up there in terms of,、uh, let's say, scarier places to have been a part of in that era. So the hell esque. Theme of the tension and things that must have been going on in their minds as young men in this era.、Uh, you know, it just kind of feels like it's almost like a ambient like, album, like, come with me to hell. I'm going to let you know what it's like to be in my world for like a quick minute here. Let me show you the sounds and the vibes and stuff. But yo, even on the other front, something that.、Um, You know what? We, we can get into the intro because I think it really is the intro before the first track where we can discuss that. So,、right. I guess that's the intro. So, yeah, we, we give it a little pause because I'm going to cut this、uh, after for those of you that are live with us. I, I don't really think we need to listen to the intro, do you? No.、Um, so, I just I have a little, little speech, I guess, or an idea that came to me when it came to this、uh, intro. This whole mixtape is a promotional item that is serving. The role、yeah. of Mystic Styles, right? They're basically building up to their 3 6 Mafia debut album release. And、uh, it just has them talking. And there is like a little outro skit at the end of the first part of the tape. And then like the second part of the tape, like、uh, so side B has a little intro、yep. bit. And then, then the, the, the end of the album has like a little outro, of course.、Um, mm-hmm. And I love the fact that it's almost like them just talking, like, yo, 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 here's some shit that like, y'all can bump and vibe with that's gonna hype you up for you know, the album that we're gonna do. So if you like this, the album's better. This is just some quick shit. This is some like, throwaways, and the album's coming.、Yeah. And I just love the way like, it's just so casual. It's <clears> so like, yo, I just, I just called you up to let you know we, we're blessing this. This is actually us that made this tape, too. And I think that might be part of it also.、Okay. Is in an era because it's not like real albums. So, who's to say that somebody didn't just grab a bunch of shit illegally or whatever, or just snatched it and then released it under their name or whatever? So, it's like almost like a way to co sign it and stamp it saying, We actually made this. This is us. It's our product. And I really like it. It's almost like a watermark. It's like the the stinger we use in the beginning of all of our YouTube like, doo, 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 thing. <laughs> um I don't know. I like it a lot. I don't think I can grade the intros or the outros because of what they are. I feel like it would be stupid. It's, they're not really part of the album, but they are. But they're、right. not. But because it's a mixtape, it's a very different thing. And, like, you also, yeah, I think you also have to consider, like, exactly like what you're saying. Like, it was a mixtape, like, it is a cassette. It was made in, you know, mid 90s. So, like, this wasn't made for a CD. Like, this was kind of like designed for it to, to be listened to on, like, your, like, Car, you know, system that's going to be, you know, like, I don't know, it's, it's it, on a tape, it's just on a, on a tape. So, like, that's it, just kind of plays out as almost as like a, a play in two acts, sort of like there's kind of like the first part, and then we go into like the second part. And so, it's uh, it's it's interesting, yeah. 
um i don't i don't really have a lot more to say about it i just thought it was cool to like how they did this and it made me consider a lot just because i make music right and i put out albums but i never really play with mixtapes but i never really understood what mixtapes are and uh i think it, it becomes kind of a little bit more clear like how many it just the volume of songs these people have made right this isn't even their first one this is part two mm-hmm. and then DJ Paul's got like tapes with all of them. And then all of these people have all these multiple songs, like just hundreds and hundreds of tracks in mixtape form Mm -hmm. before they even get to the album. And then you look at us new age rappers and we've got like 40 songs and think it's a lot. It's like, nah, man, they put out like a hundred, maybe not all of them, but I get the feeling that at least in this era, these dudes was just nonstop, because especially with, with the production quality, right? Like, this isn't necessarily but I think, like, like little Wayne fi- like does that right like he's just like one after the other and like doesn't write it down and he just goes and goes and goes and goes and just like and it's like it's interesting because it's it's I'm not saying that well I would say there's a lot of effort put into finessing this shit to make it sound nice yeah. to be like good shit but it's just the sheer volume and tenacity of work ethic that these guys have to do compared to like us where like I look around my city and dudes will drop like a single in like six months right. i'm like and no mixtapes no like ciphers nothing recorded just that and then you look at like griselda records today and they are a, uh, as a label something that's popping but they literally have a new drop coming out every like two to two months there's somebody on their group that's popping and yeah. i don't know there's there's this whole but like, i think that that's like kind of like the point of like having like a group is that you know that everybody can be working but like not necessarily at the same pace and so like somebody can always be popping right like someone's always putting something out yeah yeah. and i I think it's interesting but just the again the volume of it and it's like in montreal i don't really see this happening i don't see like or maybe it is i don't see it though so maybe that's an issue if i don't see it and i need to go find it or maybe it really doesn't exist but yo it just this whole like project and uh dj black hurricane had sent me this um little docu-series which if i remember i'll link it in the youtube video where it kind of broke down in 18 minutes like a, a brief history of the memphis scene and a lot of the influence and how they like came to to the sound and everything mm-hmm. and they just the overall like the, the sample driven music the way they loop things instead of chopped it up because i'm not going to remember to say that later <laughs> <laughs> but like it's just really cool it's just it was such a cool experience because this album let's be real before we get into it i would have never listened to this I would yeah. have never liked it. This is like some <laughs> deep cut, like I would, you know, DJ Black Hurricane. Yeah, this was a trip. Um, I think it's a it's a good time to get into it if you are ready. Um, so what's gonna happen is uh, we are going to step into this mass. Um, so your lady friend Bonnie, what do you think about this tune? So for this one, it's just um like. Like the like these samples that are just like repeated throughout the song over and over again. Um, step into this mass, and you go and catch a blast. And then we also have Kingpin Skinny Pimp sample. Um, when we rob, that's my job. You're off guard from my clock. And um, like this is more sort of like I'm guessing like DJ Paul showing off like what he can do. Um, but like in a sense, it's like. Like, if he's trying to, like, well, not, I don't know if he's, like, showing off, but he's just kind of, you know, he's doing... flexing. He is, but, like, it's also, like, quite repetitive. But, like, there obviously is mixing on it, like, because you can hear it does change. But, like, overall, it's quite repetitive. But it's interesting how he, like, mixes it. 
Um, and it definitely, like, is fine. And it kind of puts you into, like, this sort of warpy sort of feeling and definitely like that horror core uh underground mood like right away like you know what you're listening to um and, and like what you're gonna get into i guess so it's basically like what five minutes of that and it's awesome yeah so um it's definitely like a good tone setting although a little bit long but it still works for you know doing whatever what it does so i give this uh, one a 4.25 so straight up, I think this is a vibe. That is going to be the word of the album. Uh, I find the whole sampling thing interesting because as I understand it, nobody in the Memphis scene gave a shit. You heard a hot line? That's fair chorus. That's a chorus now. You heard somebody else's shit? So at the same time, it's interesting because it helps spread the word of like everybody mm -hmm. in, in itself organically, even if it's done maliciously, even if it's done in the same way of like Jay-Z grabbing a Nas line to make it a hot track, you know, make fun of them kind of thing. Uh, or if it's done friendly to pay homage to it at a marketing front, it's just brilliant because like if I were to start going around Montreal and grabbing dudes' chorus uh, lines and throwing them on my choruses, it would make people in my group kind of get curious and it does have that. Plus, honestly, yeah. it's pretty fucking hard. Step into this mass and you gonna catch a blast. And um, I, it definitely I, has like a, like like you know it kind of like sucks you Here's in. What like, I found on the web. Wow, I think somehow Google uh, literally okay. <laughs> picked that up. That's freaking hilarious. Um, but. Basically, I look at it like if I'm at the live show mm -hmm. or I'm at the club right now or I'm even vibing around in my car, especially in the car, right? Because yeah. that's probably where a lot of people would have been bumping this. You threw the tape into your car. You cruised around Because you can listen to people. it loud. Like, you know, if you're like maybe um, from like a lower income, like you can just listen community. to it loud you're if you're from you're in an any apartment. damn community with No, but I mean, speakers. like, if you're in, like, an apartment, like, buildings and things like that, and, like... You can just listen to it loud. It was... I don't know. I feel like you're, like, in, like, small, like, spaces. So I feel like in your car, you can listen to it, like, as loud as you want, and, like, you're in control. All right. Yeah? That makes sense? I think that in the sense, it's even the loud or not, I definitely think it's more about the repetition and the vibe. It's meant to be, like, almost emotion, like, if you're at the gym. Or any other kind of environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, I think it's, it's made for, like, you know, I agree. It's made for your car. Or, and anyway, what I was saying, like, the sense of motion. And so you're supposed to, like, catch into the loop. Because there's so much happening in that production. It is very non-static. It is very alive. It keeps changing. Mm -hmm. uh, even though maybe the lyrics don't update a lot because it just flips between the two samples and the where we robbed that's my job you're off guard from my like there's not much happening there mm -hmm. but it creates this like vibe of what you're gonna get for the rest of the project hard-hitting lyrics that effectively if you fuck around in this scenario you're going to deal with um the consequences of it mm -hmm. but it's done in a way where it's just slapping over this beat where you just want to vibe your head to it and the way the loops and all of the instrumental is put together it really is something that you can listen to for like 20 30 minutes just this track over and over again and it's just really great background music but motivational yep. it's got like an upbeat to it so like there's a, a tenseness to the vibe to it it's it's eerie it's hard it's creepy the kind of staticky sounds that break through it almost comes off like a horror movie in in the beginning and i think in a lot of ways this album is really just a horror movie put into an experience and i don't know it came off like that to me it came off spooky it came off like 
this tension but not in like a negative kind of way i don't know listening to it i felt pumped up i felt like i want to move i felt like i want to grind to it and even from this very track that vibe came off to me so i thought it was super cool um i don't know exactly how much i like it or not because it's really just out of my average sense of experience but i gave this a 4.25 i think it's pretty brilliant i think it starts everything up really strong and it makes me hyped and excited for when you were to get into it but here's the thing about this project I don't think I would often listen to any of these songs individually. This is like something where I really would throw on the entire fucking album and hit play beginning to fucking end and just let the whole thing run through. Because I don't know that I care about any one song so much more than... I mean, there's a couple that are bangers, don't get me wrong. But it's more of like an album ambient experience, like a vibe. Like you gotta, you commit to this and you roll... Like I would go running to this fucking album just because I know it's a good length and I could really get into it and it would fucking keep me fucking hyped, especially in the spooky season night times of like creepy hot fall running track with leaves. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's what I got to say about that one. I guess uh, we can move on then to Tear the Club Up, the <laughs> original version. Man, it's so weird. <laughs> like the mixing of their voices, they're almost at like different volumes. Um there's there's this version of this track I found online that is just completely mixed different. Okay. Like, it's a lot more polished, and it just sounds worse. It just sounds like... Because there's something to the grittiness, and it's censored, and that really bothered me. So the censored, like, they changed all the lyrics up. Like, there's no automatic GLO plus the C and the K up in this edited version. That, that got cleaned up. But it was just so glossy by comparison. Not that it was glossy, but, like glossy by comparison to the version that i think i found on this album so also there's a lot of versions of these tracks based on who uploaded them mm -hmm. and varying qualities and varying stuff but yep. uh i don't know what did you think of this track um well this one i mean it definitely like right away like you kind of still get like even though it's like about a club i guess um it definitely still like maintains like the the horror core kind of like sound and vibe and um We've got DJ Paul on like the first verse and you know he's cool and you know this one kind of goes out to the playa haters so I think that those are I don't know like it's such a 90s thing I feel like to say so I love that um they're from Memphis and like they definitely like sound young they sound you know and they're doing what they gotta do they're hustling they're stealing cars you know they're up to no good they're you know usual shenanigans young boys uh do sometimes um and we've got, you know, Lord Infamous, uh, you know, finally, you know, he's spitting on like the, the second verse here and he's pretty good. Um, he's pretty excellent. Yeah, his his rhymes are more like violent and like horrific, um, you know, and he's talking about like being like a serial killer and, you know, like all of like the, I don't know, gory type of things like that. And um, of course, we have like the, the hook, the, the chorus, whatever it is, um, which is just like tear the club up like tear the club up so we've got that like a million times it's um, so good. and so it's a bit like repetitive um but it still like kind of has that like eerie feel to it so i gave this a 4.25 allow me to be clear that chorus is a banger a lot of people <laughs> make mistakes i think by putting too many words in their chorus because as we've come to see if modern pop music is data -driven, i like a good chant you know but like if modern pop music is is, is data driven Mm -hmm. and the pop scientists get Rihanna on a song and get her to say, like, one word a hundred times, 
which has happened a couple Shine of bright times. like a diamond? It's like, like that the, one's like really And they just repeat it over and over and over. Why? Because that's actually really important. And the fact that I guess these guys tapped into that like secret of success so so early on is pretty incredible. And how many people honestly got inspired by this shit? Like literally my chorus, lose weight, motherfucker, lose weight. I mean, it's this shit. It's just from this shit. I heard these guys doing this shit. And I loved it so much. Because it's such a good chorus. Like, here's the thing, man. You could just be at any club right now and that comes on and you just you just fucking want to yell it out. You can be singing along this chorus by the third time you hear it, like like the third line, you're already singing along. Turn the club up. You know, you're already up in it. I mean, I'm not going to say the word, but, you know, we're already <laughs> up in the vibe of it. And then I'm not going to lie. This is not an album where you're going to get this crazy lyrical breakdown on me. I ain't got too much to say about it. It fits into it. It sounds hard. It sounds very hard. They sound like they're very, like, creating the, capturing the tone and environment of being in the hood okay. of all of the crime stuff, of all of the pull out the guns and we're going to, you know, fuck you up and we're going to defend ourselves. And But I also think it's from the, the perspective of painting this atmospheric picture of a realistic environment, right? So basically, it's just a fucking cool horror, not cool, but it's a horror movie-esque <laughs> tone of what's going on in their lyrics but based in the reality that they face um let's be real they're not like the most insightful bars but part of that is because i feel like i heard all of these bars before but part of that is because they're the same bars that like honestly a lot of dudes to this day are using uh, let's talk a lot about like yo like when you really want to talk about lord infamous's flow and he's like covered i'm ready to cook and i pick up the hook as these is took by the infamous crook and i'm like yo that's everybody like literally everybody's just doing this shit yeah like honestly I, I was like goofing off a bit but when we're listening to it i can just you can do the ad libs to it now that's changing be like yeah hey ho to almost <laughs> all of this shit almost any one of these tracks like you can just be like you just know how to do it because migos taught you how to put ad libs on this you know like that's true that, that's what i'm seeing the modern guys added and like and it's not to like say that this is any kind of like a mumble rap or whatever i'm saying that this is really fucking this is the version that requires all the talent because the engineering is brilliant but like yo that vocal style is so stripped raw and basically fucking what it is that even with effects and stuff like you had to be able to rap on beat and do your shit here i'm certain they could do surgery back then but it's not like pro tools era surgery that's not really like what i'm feeling off of this whereas it may be other vibes in, in like newer sounds like with a with a person like listen i've seen what my engineer can do like i've been in the studio recording and he starts mixing my voice and every take just starts sounding great. So you start getting kind of cocky with it or whatever. This just sounds like dudes fucking did this all. Like fucking one take off the dome. A little fucked up. Heard the beat. Rolled with it. Wrote whatever. Made this track. And it's a, it's a vibe. Right. That's what this is. So the truth is, um, I'm bringing it up now because on every track, with a few exceptions, it's pretty repetitive in terms of the content in that regard. If we want to go there, it I don't know. It's the flows and the way they spit it that I love it. I just love the vibe. I love it so much. I, I think it's just really cool. And then you add that historical knowledge that if you're really listening to, 
for it, the different tricks that they use, the way they rap, it's like everybody fucking stole their shit. If you think about modern pop music, yeah. this I mean, I don't know if these guys were the very first, but they, they definitely have like a, a unique sound. There's at, there's at least one rapper in the 80s who did the triplet flow first. I don't remember who it is, but there's at least like one instance in the 80s that, that it was done. But um, in general, I feel like there's this punk energy. And that's what I love about the mixing of it. It really taps into what I like about punk. It's raw. It's authentic. Honestly, I don't know how tough they were. I get the assumption that these were very tough dudes. But the way they paint this picture, it feels tense. It feels it feels like I got to be in pristine shape and go work out to survive this world. <laughs> Honestly, I really like this song a lot. I like the intensity of the beat. I don't like the nicer mixed versions that came later on that I found. This is the shit. 4.5, real cool tune. Anyhow, do you want to go to war? Sure do. Okay, uh, this track had a really fucking cool, cool, cool thing. <laughs> uh, at least for me, hold on. I, I wrote down the part where the bar is. Uh, something about when you uh, fuck with the mafia, you better bring in some dangerous toys. And the way the beat drops like that, it just keeps the flow fucking going and everything just kind of cascades and slaps back into like the flow of everything. It's like, who doesn't do that, you know? Who isn't involved in like those kinds of takes? Who didn't listen to that and go, that's some fire? And I'm certain <laughs> that they, because they did it more than once on this album. So obviously there's just some shit they was doing right. at the time. And then other people heard this and, and were definitely inspired by it. That's all I'm trying to say. I think it's really fucking cool. I think it's really fucking interesting. Um, anyway, what do you think about this song? Um, yeah, this one is definitely bringing us more creepiness. It's like, you know, continuing on with that kind of mood. Um, we've got Lord Infamous, and he is spitting and, you know, basically saying that, you know, they don't fuck around. And if anybody, like, tries to, like, come at them or their crew, like, they're going to be ready. Um, and they will attack you back and, you know, will shoot you, you know, and do what they have to do um, if necessary. So... Um, you know, they're kind of saying like, you know, people can't behave. It's not their fault. You know, if people can't behave properly and come at them, then they're going to take you out and, you know, they're going to have to shoot you. And that, that's, that's what they got to do. They're just saying it's not, it's not their fault. They're just protecting themselves. And, you know, at the same time, they're kind of saying like, you know, don't ignore this warning because, you know, you're going to get it. Like if you like come at us and then we've got like DJ Paul on like the second verse. And, you know, he's just kind of, like, bragging and saying how hot he is and how, like, the ladies love him and, um, you know, same sort of thing as well. Kind of like, you know, if you're going to come at us, you know, don't don't just come by yourself. Like, you better bring your whole crew because we're going to, like, take you out. And um, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, it's good. It's creepy. It has a good beat. I gave this one a 4.2. So what I like about this one is that it's more, like, standout in terms of, like actually niching in on a topic mm -hmm. um so you had that little phone call at the beginning where they're kind of discussing how there's just people who keep who keep kind of like talking shit right yeah what i want to know is what does a bitch got anna mean like what the fuck is an anna i really tried to find that but googling a bitch got anna is not the easiest fucking google term because anna is mm -hmm. a lady name you're not going anywhere <laughs> and then got anna 
well, that can go in a lot of directions. So I, I didn't get anything far with that. So folk who do know about Memphis slang of this era, please let me know what got Anna means. Because, I, I mean, I'm how is it used again? I can tell a bitch got Anna if he did take care of his business like a real. This is for all y'all hoes. So I'm going to assume that it has something to do with maybe uh, being a little bit of a coward or a, a nefarious kind of person or a less honorable person. But I just love that All intro. I can find on Urban Dictionary is anorexic. Yeah, it's not. Anyway. <laughs> but the the chorus is again that, and if you motherfuckers want to go to war, punk, mother, punk, motherfucker, what you waiting? And it just repeats that. And it's a sample. And the way it's almost like screwed up and like, you know, mishmashed into that like distorted voice. I don't know if it's chopped and screwed, but it feels like it's in that world of shit um and it just sounds beautiful and i'm certain that somebody else's track it's a fucking hotline and they heard that shit and they put that shit in for the hook and it just slaps it just hits hard and it's just such a calling card it's just like uh okay all y'all who are talking shit out there why aren't you coming for us why aren't you doing it like you're supposed to like why are you just talking in the back and then to really make sure that we get the point of what's going on Lord infamous actually starts us off you know there's always a in the back of the club acting like little bitches calling names talking all that shit all damn night in the club but the bitches did not do a thing and then it kind of flows out from there and even like in the way he writes you can just feel this flow that da, 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 that kind of flow and mm-hmm. it's so cool because it's so early on in the history of stuff and to know how influential and how many people do it like it's honestly like to some people if you can't do that flow you're not even a rapper like i know people who really only know that flow and that's all they give a fuck about so just to see like it's in such a seminal place in its like history is just so cool on top of that the beat is just so gritty and it's just vibey like you know you almost feel like there's this tension of zombies and shit are gonna bust out and come <laughs> at you um anyway anyway it just, it just flowing it just flows in such a really cool way and it just makes me so happy to listen but yo when you do get to that before you decide to play with the mafia boys do you best bring out some dangerous toys poof and then it just drops in don't make me pull out the i don't know it just it just drops it just hates it just it's so fucking cool oh shit dj black hurricane's watching us and he told us anna means animosity that is fucking dope saving the day thank you that is so cool (laughs) i guess that's what makes the live part kind of fun is the interactiveness of it so that's that's fucking fresh um anyway uh i don't know i don't have a lot more to comment on it except that you you basically get the sense that uh, he's like listen at least if we're gonna talk we're gonna back up our shit but it's not even about again the bars on this project it's just the way he spits it the unapologetic fucking blatant like disregard it's almost the same shit i like in griselda the, this this confident dryness in the voice this i am exactly what the fuck i say i am and you you can't fuck with me. And I love that shit. If you can pull that off proper, it's it's hard for me to not feel that vibe right now with where I'm at in my life. And this is just it. And then just the way it sounds, I don't know. It just It's just fucking proper. And DJ Paul does his thing. Um, I like the way they bounce off of each other. I like the way it's almost like Lord Infamous is doing a bit more of the tricky shit. And then DJ Paul's giving you more of that laid back kind of, I, I don't know if smoother is the right word, but it's just like a contrast. It's smoother vibe. Yeah. Um, I like when he goes, triple six, don't ride shotgun, we ride Uzi. I thought that was clever. It caught me like in a bit of a, <laughs> that's funny. But like, I don't actually know which one was scarier. I think getting shot by a shotgun freaks me out more than getting shot by an Uzi. Because an Uzi is just kind of a cleaner, lot more bullets. Whereas a I shotgun would spray in a kind of way. I mean, that's just where I'm at. I don't know which is scarier, but I like how that lie just popped out at me. 
Yeah, I don't have much more to comment on the bars, but fuck, the way the beat hits, the way the, the drums, man. The drums just, like, are, are crazy. I can almost picture him with the fucking drum pad pressing shit, making it all <laughs> slap in place. Anyway, um, I like this one a lot, too. I, I really, like, to me, like I said a bit before, this shit is, like, I would hit the album and just let it run through, and this one is just dope. Uh, 4.35 on 5 um, is really cool. Um, I don't have a lot more to say on this one. Do you have more to say on it? No, all I have to say is murder is all on my mind. I just say even how that's worded is dope. Is all <laughs> on my mind. Bonnie, how do you feel about this one? Um, so they're evil and they just can't help killing. Like that's, you know, that's what it's all about. And, um, you know, it definitely has like a catchy flow to it. Um, I I wasn't really like a fan of um, Lord Emptimus's, uh flow on this one. He kind of sounded weird. Like I didn't know what it was, but like his rhymes were good. But like uh, you know, and like creepy and everything. But like I just I don't know what it was about like just the way that he was spitting. Um, you know, and this one it made me like when you when you listen to like the the lyrics and like what's actually like like the sound of it it definitely sounds um kind of like you know they're they're still very young and you know amateur-ish on this one a little bit um and and paul kind of sounds like that as well on this one um it's not necessarily like the best song but it's it definitely sounds like a new young rapper who's kind of like learning what he's doing and just like finding like his way and like it definitely sounds like he's on the right track so um you know we've got them too and then we've got crunchy black um is on this one and I don't, I don't know who he is but i like his name um and you know he's honestly like better than the other two guys on this track um specifically and you know same sort of like uh theme going on murdering and killing and you know doing what they got to do and then on the fourth verse we have uh gangsta boo who you know I've heard her before and she's cool and um, I like her and she definitely like kind of still has the same sort of like energy still today Um, and she's good and she will rob you and she's got you know robbing on her mind and you know she's kind of like a a tough bitch and she's got evil thoughts just you know don't think that just because she's a girl that you know she's not a badass too and um, I don't know it's good it definitely has uh, sort of like the first half with like you know our two main guys here, uh, DJ Paul and Lord Infamous, I found found them to be a little like lacking on this one, but like still good, but just like a little bit less. Well, whereas the other two were better, um, so it definitely has like good and bad qualities. But like overall, it is fine to listen to. Um, yeah, uh, I like I like the other two better than the featured artist, but that's about all I have to say about that. So I give this one a four point three five because the beat is pretty cool. I like it. I mean, as much as they're featured artists, it's worth noting that they're featured artists who are also part of Three Six Mafia. Yes, who are but also you know what like I mean. There to promote the tape. But like um, you know, it's these guys that you know is on the the, the cover. I have I like the the sample at the very beginning. It's just kind of like it starts strong, you know. I'm sticking up them tracks, they boom, whatever, and then murders all on my mind, mm-hmm. and that cur- that chorus just slaps. I don't know. It just was one of them. the beat on this one. I feel like it's just also stronger like it's got like a more engaging hook and they have really good loop compositions what i mean is like that shit doesn't change a lot in terms of that main sound that's going to be in there but what they find is the right main sound almost be like what the timbaland effect would be the timbaland effect is what i call it when a artist uses a very simple sound and 
like do 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 like literally okay. a lot of timbaland beats will have a constant note that pulsates throughout the entire track to create an earworm effect on you it's an artificial way to create that but i feel like um they're able to capture the right set of of course sounds to loop over and over again to make it just really dope and then i have to extremely disagree with you about lord infamous's flow i think it's great um but i also really love triplet so it is what it is it's just fucking fantastic i also like the bars when he goes my punishment pain revelation i don't know why i spent my time killing off my own kind and i'm like damn that's like a hard line because it's again a self-awareness of black on black crime and things like that a little bit of a social commentary that gets tucked into the horrific situation that you're in like the conscious participant in this shit like all of this vibe that gets created like even the way he goes i unload the ammo fire glows like it's different than the way he started any of the other ones he did like it stands out to me it's really well delivered or i like when he just justifies why he kills his own kind like i guess it's because i i find watching you cry die satisfies my eyes but it's even the way he said cry die like adding that extra syllable play mm -hmm. there to me at a rhythmic front like it's it's a bit fucking with the language to use slang to like make your rhythm cadence and everything about it come off real strong i don't have a lot to say about dj paul's verse it, it just fit it was it was enjoyable it's dope but um instantly when crunchy black comes through keep in mind there's this little like bridge where a real distorted lucifer voice you know the leader of the three six mafia is lucifer you know crunchy black tell these hoes what happened when you was first ordered into my click and the way he hits his verse with the, it all happened one night kind of bit i don't remember exactly how he did it but there's this melody to it he almost sings it mm -hmm. and it just it's completely different than everything we've heard on this project and it makes me want to review mystic styles to hear the way the six of these members flowing together seamlessly would like actually culminate into a great project like that based on I guess the sounds they're fucking with at this time but uh I just think he just comes so strong with it like the way his vocal delivery is cool like the story is is, is just totally normal I don't know like it's fine um but his delivery is absolutely next level and it's such a vibe that's like the feel of it like you just you end it you go on this ride at the start of the album and then you're on the ride and this is just another delightful part of this ride and then gangsta boo comes through and yo she's just hard like she just hits hard like you can you can just i gotta know i guess maybe i'm biased she's on run the jewels album i've heard mm -hmm. her a whole bunch of times and she's on yellow wolf's album she's on like a bunch of shit but she's also one of the only ladies you hear going this hard like this like this at all like honestly like right. she's, we're really coming through in, the, in this like i'm gonna fuck you up like kind of vibe there are others that do it but that does it kind of like this you know with the triplet flows with the all of it like she's flexing on you and i like the way she flexes i'm certain there's lots of other ladies out there i know okay <laughs> i meant like in terms of what we've talked about on this channel etc etc so i just think she slaps she stands out she's got this distinction to her and she just sounds great next to everyone plus it's kind of refreshing to hear the lady come through and spit it Heck like that yeah. because it's not like i'm gonna suck a dick and i'm gonna twerk for you no it's like yo ready to blast a bitch be like that slipping and tripping and talking that shit talking to shit about what they're gonna do but don't do it you scary bitch she's just saying the same shit the dudes are saying yeah only she's saying it Heck yeah. um yeah track slaps hard uh i've given it another another 4.5 on 5 because it's fucking good nice i know you like the next one so why don't you introduce it we're going to south memphis bitch 
okay the way the way the drums slap through the beat and it happens so often in the production i love that feeling like you have like the beat also the way the vocals are squished into the beat so i actually go back i go back and forth on my sound engineer we actually did the opposite for my album that's coming out this week it's on wednesday i'm dropping an album what can i say um but we actually had the mixing sounding a lot more like this at first but then everyone is kind of like it's hard to understand what you're saying because <laughs> i don't know how to separate the sounds in my head which is fair enough not everyone can do it so we actually had to boost the vocal sounds but i prefer the way that the vocals blend so much into the music where it feels like it's part of a beat like it feels more like rock rock and roll punk in okay. a sick way where the beat matters right it's not just a rapper rapping it's it's like the beat is just as a fucking important and the whole thing is this vibe that is being put together you know what's important what's important is that it's south memphis bitch that's what's important <laughs> that's definitely not, what you're the taking verses, away from whatever but that's what's fucking important mm-hmm. and the vibe of it all and i mean the way they rhyme south memphis bitch the way south they rhyme memphis is bitch. all proper again like lord infamous kills it he runs through it but like i don't know what to say deep in my soul blood on my clothes criminal hands and i must squeeze a weapon listen to the sounds to the lab when we step in fair i get it but the way you listen to it yo the way he's ripping it as his voice just tears over it he is an instrument he is like dancing on this fucking beat and then the the, the chorus kicks in and it's like what is it 32 times the first part 24 times of just south memphis bitch and it makes <laughs> you just want to like fucking throw your hands up it makes you want to like dance like you you got some hardness up in you i was practicing some moves and they look terrible um, and then Lord Infamous <laughs> comes back through and does the second verse. And again, um, I don't know what to say. I don't want to fight them. I don't want to fight any of these guys. Nope. If they came through, they're tougher than me. But sure, I feel like a badass listening to this. I feel <laughs> like I can fucking go to workout shit and wash dishes like like South Memphis bitch and wash them dishes <laughs> like a hard fucker. You know, that's what this shit is. That's oh yep, my gosh. That's gonna be my reality. Yeah. It, it's a shame it's not on Spotify. <laughs> Plus, like this is basically the end of the first part of the tape. So in a sense, like this is where you would have had to stop it to like flip it. And if mm-hmm. you think about that reality, which I've never thought about before we got to this tape, that's a hard place to stop. If you were gonna stop and that's all you heard, this is a hard place to finish. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I don't know. The vibe is just cool. It's just it's just another vibe. Uh, that's a lot of this review is gonna turn into. It's just another vibe. Because it just is. I don't know that again. We're gonna get a lot of new to talk about in the content. Y'all get it. It's just fucking intense mosh pit. Yo, there's so much mosh pit potential here. <laughs> I just want to fucking jump to this shit. I just want. I just kind of want to fight. A, I'm not a fighter, but I kind of want to fight. I just want to, you know, smash some shit. I've never been a fan of the mosh pit, but I mean, I get it. Anyway, 4.5 on 5. What do you think of it? Do you want to fight and mosh to this? Um, I mean, they definitely say South Memphis, bitch, um, a lot. And it's catchy and it's definitely representing. So, like, I like that. Um, you know, they, they want everybody to remember where they're from and to say their hood and, you know, to shout it out and, you know... The second verse, it's you know, he's just kind of like saying like all like the neighborhoods and like shouts out all like the badass people that are from like each neighborhood, each area, and uh, you know that he's you know kind of like representing like the whole of South Memphis, bitch, and um, that's really what it is. So it's catchy with like 
So good. You know, like the South Memphis bitch thing. But lyrically, it's not my favorite, but I still appreciate what, um, you know, they're doing at the same time. And I feel like, you know, you still kind of have to do this. And it definitely has, like, a, a good energy on this one. Um, I give this one a 4.25, actually. So, uh, yeah, pretty good. Awesome. I think we can move on then to flipping the tape over. No, hold on. We need to get to the outro first. Oh, I guess we can talk about. It. I was just I, I looped that into the next track. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, okay. <laughs> but anyways, so so this is like side A outro. Um, it's only 39 seconds. Um, and and this is just like you know, like classic like cassette tape. Um, you know, back in the days, and um, it's cool. And you know, it's just sort of like saying like thanks, and you know, not to forget like you know to check out these other albums that are coming out soon. So it's basically an ad for um, upcoming music. I guess that's it. Fair enough. And what comes next? Riding in the Chevy Part Two. It feels like. Um... So it feels like the coding kicked in and the album <laughs> fucking slowed down. Like, that's honestly... Like, it the- made me... Like, when I first listened to this, it made me want to, like... I think I told... I think I said these exact words. Like, this makes me want to drink a bottle of codeine and just, like, fall asleep so I don't have to listen to this anymore. But that was where I was at then. <laughs> carry on. Carry on. Carry on. You'll find out. All right. So, I mean, for me, it was like that. It was like everything slowed down. Um... And then the second, like, part, the tape starts off, you know, we're back into it. You know, there's a little, like, shout-out for Mystic Rivers. I like the fact that they make sure on the outro to shout out the fucking album, just in case you don't flip the tape. Yep. You know, just in case. Um, and then it flows into this, and it's like, it's, I like the fact that while it's the similar vibe, in the sense that this is definitely the same project, the same people involved, it just feels also like it could be, like, a completely different experience. Like, it is... We've gone down a different lane. Things have slowed down. Like maybe earlier was in the afternoon. The 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 daytime's still happening. Dusk is kicking in. Mm-hmm. Now we're way later on in the night. Things have moved around, you know. And then you're just riding around in the Chevy. And uh, I don't know what that sample says, but to me it certainly sounds like riding in the Chevy. We also smoked that dick, Maine. And I don't know <laughs> if that's what he's saying. But I'm certain it's not smoke that icky like it says on Genius. It sounds like somebody says dick up in that shit. Uh, either way, I love the fucking sample. It sets the track up proper. Yep. And then DJ Paul comes in, does his thing, cruising around. And I like the fact that this is like a car song. It's like you just picture it. Like apparently Mr. DJ Paul likes to mix it in his car, make sure it all sounds That's good cool. in there. Like, you know, that makes it in the car, but like make sure that play it loud in the car. It sounds proper. It just feels like you got that. You can feel that that's what it's meant for. Um, the next verse from Lord Infamous, same kind of thing. He just flows. I really enjoy listening to him. I really enjoy the fact that he they basically did their whole thing but made it fit this slightly less BPM beats. And then Juicy J shows up for the first time. And I like Juicy J. And like you can, I was listening to him and I'm like, man, he sounds like so young compared to like, oh, I guess yeah. what he becomes. And he's such a, he's such a big name for a minute a couple of years ago. And I feel like he kind of faded a little. Like he had a, Katy Perry gave him a chance and yep. then everybody know who he was. And don't get me wrong, Juicy's had some, a lot of, a lot of success and accolades. He just ended up, I think on a list of rappers, I would call, will do anything for cash rappers (laughs) as in if i paid juicy j enough he would jump on this podcast and say whatever just 
whatever, you know, if I paid him enough. That's fair enough.、Maybe. No disrespect. That's just my impression of how he was at a certain phase in his career when I was a couple years younger. Either way, this track just follows on through with the It's a Vibe,、uh, but a slower vibe. And I just kind of like it. I like the energy of it. It, it does feel like we're starting off, and I'd say, considering the rest of this tape kind of follows this new vibe, and I think that's a really cool thing to show that there's just different energies in, in this album. Not to say that we don't get a bit more of that, well, we got a part, you know, B side and A side, right? But I think the fact that they <clears throat> almost put two distinct, like, Uh, well, that's so distinct, but just two different sounds like that on the album is really cool. Anyway, I don't have a lot more to say about this one. I do think I like it, this one a little less because it is slowed down or whatever, but it's 4.25. Yeah.、Uh, oh, and the dinging in the beat, the more I listen to it, that dinging sound in the background,、yeah. it really started to grow on me about my fourth listen to the track. It、okay. really picked up. Yeah, I think this is definitely like an album that you, you have to listen to multiple times to like. Get it and to be like in that like headspace.、Um, and this one, this particular track is definitely like, I agree, designed for driving around and listening to in your car.、Um, Paul, you know, loves weed and is talking about the fact that,、um, you know, guys want to get them. So they're just kind of driving around, smoking, laying low, doing, you know, hanging out. And Lord Infamous is, you know, talking about some drug deal where there were guns drawn and people were shot. So he's always kind of takes his verse to like the next level.、Um, <laughs> and,、uh, you know, they got the money and the drugs and they killed like these other guys or the dealers or whoever. And so they're just like living it up, I guess. And、um, <laughs> so it's good. And like there's definitely more to. More of a story to it, and、uh, you know, they're talking about drugs and you know, what they do to get them, and you know, how they distribute them or whatever, and how they're not scared of anyone, and they know that they're going to be famous. And、um, at the end, they mention again to kind of like keep an eye out for like you know, new stuff that they're putting out. So I find that's interesting. I think I don't think I've ever heard an album where. That's like just released where they're making reference to other albums that、that's, have also not yet come out. But that's why it's crazy, right? Because it's a mixtape. Yeah. It's not the album.、It's, right? Like, it's like, how, how did they know? Just, like, so it just it, fucked me up, right? Like, they, they don't have like a date. They're like, keep an eye out. We're going to keep making music. Like, it just sort of like. Well, it, but it's part of a promo campaign. Yeah. So this but it's is interesting. just a piece of like a bigger puzzle. So, like, if you're doing it right, they all have their like schedule of tapes lined up. They're all producing these. I'm certain they have that date. They're also probably doing shows in the area, right? This、mm-hmm. is to the people in the area. Yeah. Like, Out of the car, I bet, type shit, right?、Yep. People at the shows buying it. So, in context, it totally makes a lot of sense. Out of context, it's kind of like that a little bit. Yeah. But it's, it's sort of like a little Easter egg to like put you in like the time and the place and like, you know, because it really does like kind of encapsulate what was, you know, their life in 1995 or whatever, you know? So, it just made me realize. How much people misplay the opportunity to use volume. Like, I'll be real with you. Part of why we make so many videos is so we can stream traffic to other sources. And I realized with this mixtape stuff, like, let's say I put out five mixtapes, and on these mixtapes, I just proceeded to fucking use it and hoard myself out. Like, just plugged my other shit. Like,、mm-hmm. behind that suit. 
follow us like that hit the like button just throw out the whole fucking like who cares it's a mixtape it's not like yeah. i'm trying that hard anyway i'm just throwing whatever on that not to say that i'm not going to try but you know like this is not the album quality this is that almost like having fun quality yeah and i love the fact that they, they still sound so pristine with it like don't get me wrong they're very clear rappers they are very on point and they're very on flow but this is a fucking ad this whole project is an ad almost for there's the definitely album. like little ads on here for sure uh anyway yeah sorry that's it all right well did you give your grade? I don't remember. Yeah, I gave a 4.335, yeah. Fair enough. The next one has two names, depending on the source. I believe it's originally called Front Page, and then somehow ends up being called Grab the Gauge. All right, what do you think about this one? So, um, Paul, at the beginning here, he's saying... Uh, or I just like, like some of the lines that he says. Uh, giving your tapes out for free because your shit won't sell... How you got bullshit rappers, bullshit DJs, and some other shit. So I just thought that that was funny. Like, he's kind of, like, saying, like, you know, the reason why people, you know, might be giving away CDs because they can't even sell it. Like, um, and, and just kind of, like, saying, like, your shit sucks. Like, and, like, all of, like, the people on your team kind of suck. And, like, just kind of, like, I don't know, making fun of, like, other rappers or whatever. And because uh, I guess they're making it. Um, and like this one, you know, everyone is just kind of like talking about like the murder type stuff again. Um, but basically kind of also talking about how fly they are and how they destroy everyone. And, you know, like maybe in like a rap battle sort of situation. And, um, I know that you mentioned that Koopsta Knicka, I wasn't, I wasn't sure how to even say his name. Yeah, I don't know how to has, say it Has either. passed away. I think it's Knicka, I've heard. Um, has passed away, unfortunately. Um, and for me, I found him to be my least favorite. I, he was a bit weird. Um, but I mean, also, again, like all of these guys, I think are pretty young um, at this time. So, uh, I, I mean, you have to kind of put that into like consideration and perspective as well. Um, I'm sure they got better. Um, if, if these guys are known people, they obviously did great and moved on to do even greater things. So, um, and then we also have Lord Finesse, um, Lord Finesse, um, Lord Infamous um, on the last and the longest verse. And he's kind of like spinning and doing what he does and it's it's fine and he smokes weed and it's gonna kill but you. The verse like flips up in the middle. Like to, it almost sounds like he's two people in the way he does this verse. Yeah. And I, and I think like maybe because his is longer, he's able to do that. Like I think he's kind of I playing with that. Not, he's that talented that he's able to do that because he just flips his shit up. Yeah. He's, he's an extremely talented fucking MC. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For me, this one was okay. Like, it wasn't my favorite one on here. Um, there's there's other great tracks on here. Not, I can't like all of them, right? Or I can, but I just don't. So I give this one a 3.9 on 5. So this was literally my favorite track on the entire <laughs> album, on the entire project. This is the best. All right, it's just so fucking strong. Um, grab my gauge in a race, ride up the street, puts up on the front page. Get it? Yeah. Both the song titles come from that little uh, sample thing, which is taken from Buckshot's verse on DJ Zerk's Too Thick, which obviously I've never heard. I just wanted to shout it out <laughs> like that. Um, I like DJ Paul's verse, but can we talk about Kingpin Skinny Pimp? Now, from what I understand, sure this dude was just another dude that's as like seminally important as the other dudes like three six mafia and the other ones that are, are in, uh, i think tommy the third and them that are like people who are building up the memphis scene 
that dude fucking stole this track okay i don't care what anybody says mm. that shit was fired his verse just i don't know the more i listened to it the more his voice just came out he's faster he's got like almost more of like a tech nine vibe going on so the way he's delivering it um especially when he's like hanging in the projects on my crooked thighs never love a rookie sucker take a grip when i rip boom and the beat just drops fading you just feel it you just feel it and the beat just drops back in and you're like oh, oh it's, it's fucking it's fucking hot um it just hits it just i don't know it's not like the lyrics are necessarily like i said on this project it's not it's not that kind of album right but the vibe is so powerful and i'm listening to this and i'm like name a guy today that does that goes really fast like and then the beat kind of cuts out and then it beat kicks back in and everybody starts jumping on stage and shit and they're all doing their little dances and stuff it all comes from like this shit all of it i mean i'm certain there's other influences but i hear it all here and this is 95 on the lowest this is the punk rock version (laughs) of modern pop music i fucking love this way more because this isn't hiding behind again great sound engineering and mixing techniques this is making the best of a situation and killing it yeah oh you you can't do this if you can't rap that's i guess my point that's fair yeah uh, then you got Gangsta Boo back in, and I thought it was like it was cool. Like she's coming through, she's ready to kill a person. She's like, "Yo, Scarecrow, who is, if I'm not mistaken, it's either this thing is Lord Infamous, is Scarecrow. Do you think I can get away with this shit? You think I can kill it? You think I can? I don't know. I just thought that was fun. She's hard. I like Koopsta Kinika again. I don't, I don't know either. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. I really liked when he did his uh, "Inside My Dreams." I hear little kids scream where preachers will witness the hanging strange. I'm in the Holy Bible. They can't escape for no soul is in me. And I thought that was cool because it was like these bars really stacked on each other and kept like the core idea rolling through. So that when you get "Come Now, Burn With Me," Satan is my fucking witness. I'm like, that's pretty like strong. Like it actually had like a coherency that felt more than just like dropping hard sounding bars almost right. like the consciousness of, or the conscience kicking into it all and then i don't know like i said lord infamous he just his flow is really cool it's just really enjoyable and the way he like flipped his voice in the middle was fucking cool i just thought like he stands out he's such a talented dude i never really understood a lot of this too like when i first heard their music a couple years back even earlier on this channel like i don't think i would have appreciated the vibe of what they're doing now this is yeah. like hard mode rap like you gotta really appreciate the skill and technique of a bunch of guys who can basically make an album out of rapping into low-end sounding gear maybe it was high-end gear they were using but it sounds like they had very limited gear and made the most out of it and it's fucking dope because i mean i'm certain for the album they had better gear but that would have cost a lot of money and then what are you doing in the meantime type shit i don't know i just that's what i feel off of it and, and it's dope I really like this one, 4.75 on 5, like I said. Um, also, like, just the mosh pit feel of this track. Like, you're ready to fucking go. You're ready. I could see how drunk dudes breaking the fist fights listening to 3-6 Mafia, is all I'm trying to say. Anyway, next up on this project, we got Paul with the 45. Another vibe. This one's effectively another instrumental track, only it's just, like... Because it's somebody else talking about DJ Paul, right? So it's Gangsta Black from the song Smoked Out, Loked Out on DJ Paul and Juicy J's 1994 album, Volume 2, The Exorcist, you know? like mm-hmm. So these guys have so many projects coming out. It's so fucking cool. Um, 
And it's just Paul with the 40, Paul with the 40, Paul with the 45. And then it's also got Nama getting buck, real buck, and taking over shit. So collectively, yep. those three samples played over, interloped into this crazy, crazy soundscape of just purely delightful music to listen to. It is, again, like five minutes almost. They're just flexing. But it just keeps this... So this song did two things for me. I simultaneously felt the mosh pit vibes, but then there's a whole other vibe going on. And that's that booties shaking vibe. I just pictured it. I'm listening to Paul and I was watching the ass in the strip club and I'm watching the ass jiggle in my mind. And I'm seeing (laughs) it in my face. Paul would love and it just on rhythm with like the way everything's going. Picture it, picture it with the rhythm. That's a nice booty shaking. That's all I'm saying. Maybe you don't want to look at the booty shaking. That's not the point. I mean, I always appreciate a nice booty, but that's not the vibe that I got. I got both the vibes. Aggression and booty shaking. Like, I get that, that there is definitely, like, a slower vibe mixed in, like, with, like, the tough kind of, like, real buck, real buck, like, kind of, like, vibe. Then like, there's, like... The, slap there's that the ass. Two. Slap that ass. That's, that's I, also I'm not the getting an ass slapping vibe. I'm getting it. All right. I appreciate that. It's red hand prints. Anyway. I like the track. I gave it a 4.5. I think it does a lot, and it's really impressive. For our, Like, again, how minimalistic it is on a bars front because it's not that kind of track. Mm-hmm. It's basically a, a techno song that's hard-hitting fucking hip-hop. Yeah, okay. Um, for me, like, yeah, I mean, it just is, like, what it is over and over and over again. And um, it is interesting, but I do find, like the like, the real buck, real buck. I find, like, that vibe, like better than like the sort of like slower your version ass shaking version but because like that vibe was like i think more like the majority of the song it it kind of like made it less good for me because i couldn't get really into it i don't know um like for me it was kind of like boring um but it still like carries like the overall feeling of like and like the vibe of like the album overall so that's fine but as a song I wouldn't necessarily go put it on, but maybe I just, you know, it is one of those ones. Maybe I need to listen to it more. I don't know. Uh, I get this one a 3.8 on 5. But, like, say the album's playing. This is great on the album. Yeah, if like, I wouldn't skip-, skip it. And it's, like, you know, part of, like, that's what I mean. It feels cohesive with, like, car, the rest of it. But this wasn't around. my favorite one. You ain't skipping it because it's just going to play. I can't skip it. And well, you're going mean, to be like, you can't skip Bonnie it on with the-, the 45, Bonnie. And you're just going to be feeling it. You're going to feel gangster. Yeah. You had to, like, just guess how long it would take for you to, like, fast forward it. You know, there's no real way of knowing. No, I wouldn't want to fast forward. But that's what I mean. Like I wouldn't do it. But like, is it my favorite one on the on the album? It's, no, it's pretty fucking up there in terms of standout performances on this project, especially in terms of excellent production mixed with sample uses, creating an invigorating soundscape. Soundscape. So it's pretty wow. fucking fire. Wow. Well, you know what? You well, know that's what? your opinion, I, but I am just trying to run game. I'm failing. Nope. Oh yeah. Not even at all. All the time. Nope. I had a little bit of trouble with this one. I'm not gonna lie. This was like kind of slower. Yeah. And a little bit of a, a little bit snoozier. Not that it's bad, cause it's it's such a cool vibe, right? Like it's almost ethereal. Like bitches try the wrong game, but triple six and go and G. It just is it, fucking cool, and it flows, mm-hmm. and it's dope. Yep. But the verses kick in, and I don't know. Like I feel like it's a little bit sleep inducing. Everything about this track is is not that hard hitting mosh pit fucking aggressive shit. The lean it's, is kicking in, it's bro. It's like we're back on that, but we weren't <laughs> there just on the last couple of tracks. It's almost like I don't even know where my highs at kind of thing. I can't even <laughs> follow this shit. But 
as a track i think it's again coming through it's really proper i feel like this one's a little more sex based uh or at least has a little bit more of that like all these nasty trampling slutty sleazy trifling dirty wrenches some of you heifer shit ought to get your head beaten you know i feel like there's just snakes in the game all the same kind of shit we've been getting on the project maybe i just got an air of of, of women because there's stuff like scandalous funky cock skeezers they snatch off their clothes and they pass it around sadist sadity materialistic stank bitches and they keep their nose in the air i don't know i like it i feel like lord infamous does not like what he does not like and he's not afraid to let you know yep that's okay and dj paul does his thing he looks all fresh he's going around and uh yeah overall i don't know that i have a lot more to comment on it um it was a bit of a slower vibe on the project but like on a different album next to different songs I would really appreciate it because in and of itself is is fine. Can I just point out spaghetti and ribs sounds pretty good. I never once thought about that, but he's eating. I'm not some, big on the ribs. But he, he he brings it up in here, and I was like, I wasn't expecting that. Like spaghetti and ribs, eh? That's that's a, a delicious sounding combination. Not necessarily like I just have some spaghetti here with some ribs next to it. It seems like a good thing. That's what I'm mean, trying to say. Sure anyway i give it a 4.25 i think it, the beat was just the, really the the thing that made it harder for me to get into it but i recognize that it's verse it makes the album more versatile creates a more dynamic sound on it and all the other positives it has it just preference wise it wasn't for me okay um like there was like some beat that was being mixed into this one that i recognized but i couldn't place it so there's that um and so this one is just sort of like talking about like you know the hoes that they've encountered and you know that they're uh not better than them and they only want to get with them you know so that they can you know get things from them like you know these girls are just basically gold diggers and you know they're saying like don't mess with girls like this like these are bitches like these are hoes you know and like they're like well we can't be controlled by women so you know they've kind of like learned from experience that you know these kind of women are not good for them and you know they're not about that um, I like how like DJ Paul starts the his verse stepping up out of the house fresh black Jordans on my feet afros staying picked out with cologne I'm kind of neat I thought that was cute I'm like there's not that many people that say like I'm kind of neat like he sounds like, kind of like a little nerdy there so um, it was cute um, I don't know it's good it kind of has like a funny story um, but also probably you know pain in the ass reality if that you know this is the type of girls that uh you know are presenting themselves to them uh you know and then you know some people are just you know looking out for them but you know that's not it's not always the ladies guys sometimes it's the other way around so um yeah i don't know it's good i liked it i give this one a 4.2 on five that's cute yeah all right um there's one more like real song on the album and the vibe's about to change again in a completely new direction. Yeah. Because damn, I'm crazy. Sure. Um, okay. What do you think of this one? Um, so there's like this clip of like a Hannibal Lecter or whatever the 
whatever that one is, right. um, like at the beginning. And so it kind of like puts you back into like that horror core vibe again. Like that's a little, we've kind of stepped away from that and then we kind of like jumped right back into it. Um, and this one is all of like the dark and evil things that they do and, you know, Satanism and black magic. And, you know, they love murdering people because who doesn't? Um, and uh, this one has like, you know, some pretty good like descriptive lyrics. Um, like horrifying chaos shackled zombies in me basement the evil lord infamous will take the damn replacement for the one called satan when he's up on his vacation thou shall not kill the description in the scripture me murder me more victims than one called adolf hitler people yeah, strong <laughs> Like, like, that's, like, a pretty, you know, like, hard kind of stuff. And, like, just kind of keeps going on like that. Um, you know, like, they are, you know, pretty descriptive. And, like, it's, you know, just sort of, like, all of, like, the evil and the evil things that he likes doing and how he's even worse than Adolf Hitler. And, like, I don't know. So it is sort of, like, setting, like, this, like, tone and everything again, um, you know, for, you know, being creepy while still kind of having a, a catchy sort of feeling to it at the same time. Um, and honestly, it's good. It's, uh, you know, it's a, there's a nice horror corners to it, if that makes any sense. Um, and it's definitely like a nice way to kind of like wrap up this album, um, in terms of like the overall feeling and vibe that they're trying to like present with this, uh, record. So I give this one a 4.2 on five. It's good. I felt like it was a little out of place in terms of where my head was at. And I guess the placement okay. at the end of this project was a little jarring because I feel like the first five or six tracks like side tape eight it's it's fucking flawless like it just flows like properly yeah. but this one starts off slow builds up a bit then cuts into slow and it's a little more all over but that just might be me and my dislike of some of the slower ends of it this track is a is a cooler twist on the slow side though it's all lord infamous on the vocals the beat is just is really weird it's it's almost like this is the closest thing where i'm like seeing the bone thugs comparisons versus anything else on this tape because i mean i i i, I don't want to like really bring up the bone thugs thing because whatever there's the beef and everyone thought they all sounded similar which kind of makes sense there's a lot of people who grew up in a hard environment that used horror-esque themes and devilish tones and creepy sounding shit to manifest art to cope that that just seems like the kind of thing that enough people in the similar environments would come up with similar sounds or ideas okay. or concepts right i mean at the end of the day there's only so much uniqueness you can do rhythmically on a flow and there's only so many i like ways you can come up with shit but i like this i feel like it's it's got this grimy gritty horror-esque feel it feels like we're at the end of this horror movie and while there may have been hope there isn't any it's just fucking grim it's just the end of it and it's dark and it just kind of ends like that. Like that's you go life. through this whole fucking situation and you're just crazy. And that I, that's such a weird tone to end on, right? Yeah. It's such a strange end, but it, it fits and it's really cool to listen to. Um, it's definitely not my favorite song on the album. I do think that the production stands out and I really think it's like eerie. And I feel yeah. like it, it feels like almost like spooky like this is the most halloween song on the project i would i would argue and maybe like feels like it's building up because he plugs mystic styles directly so maybe it's meant to like build up to mystic styles 
as like a thing, you know? Okay. So because he goes, secret seances performed at midnight hours, mystic styles into ancient mutilations, you know, like I, I took that as maybe like a little preamble, like we're at the end of the tape. Let's make sure to give them a sense of what they're going to get. But I haven't really heard mystic styles, so I might be, I haven't okay, I heard it like years ago. I haven't heard it recent, so maybe I'm off on that point. Still, I think it's a solid tune. Great way to end the album. 4.25 on 5. And then there's just... The little outro for side B. And, um, yeah, as far as that outro goes, it's really just an elongated plug compared to the other plugs. They're just like, yo, make sure you watch for the tape. It's coming. Buy the tape. Yeah. That's kind of it. And it, I like I like how it just cuts in. And he's just drinking and burping, which is kind of gross. It's 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 it's, it's rustic. It's, 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 it's kind of it's a definitely rustic like, vibe. It feels like it was quick, thrown on, like kind of a mess, uh, you know, but like it kind of works. Like they just kind of were like, oh, yeah, you have to say something. And he just kind of said it and was like, he didn't really give a shit. And I don't know. It was it's fine. It fits with like the rest of the album, but it's kind of random, but still kind of works. I give this one a 3.7. Fair enough. Um I didn't really grade it because it's the outro thing. Like I said at the beginning, I'm not going to grade them because like it's, it's again, a promotional mixtape that's album thing that's yeah. set up to drive sales and hype around Mystic <laughs> Styles, as is evidenced by all the plugs for it. Yep. But it made me realize that, again, a lot of us are mismarketing ourselves as musicians in this modern era with the scarcity and the... F- nah, fuck it, man. 3-6 Mafia and these guys, they're still in music today. They're making music. DJ Paul is making music today. Yeah. Okay, the man knows the game. He's clearly got reasons why he did some of the stuffs. And yeah, and passion. It, 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 you feel it. The production is my favorite part of this album. The production, the vibe, the way it all like flows together. As far as the album goes, I give it a 4.41. And then my new harsher grading, I'm calling this shit like a, a classic, but like straight up an underground classic. Like Yeah. You might not agree with me if you don't understand it. Like, I have a friend of mine who keeps sending me glossy pop songs and calling them, like, great. And I'm like, I don't I don't like the mixing on this anymore. I know why you like this, because you're supposed to like this. <laughs> but I don't like that anymore. Like, it's just too perfect. It's the kind of shit the government would, like, pay money <laughs> to use in ads. Because the government paid money to use some Anglo rapper in Quebec. It was a big deal. It was a glossy pop mixing. and okay. So friendly and approachable. And this is not that. <laughs> You got to like the not that to be into this album. And I, it took me a long time to learn to not like it, but it's a vibe. You you put this on and if you can appreciate that vibe and almost not think about it, just let it be something you experience. You're going to catch the bar, the lines and the tones and the overall things. And yes, there is a repetitive nature to the themes on the album. But this is a time where repetition is a huge asset. Yeah. And, and I didn't find it, and I, like I definitely find it like repetitive on some albums um, when there's like one, one thing that they're talking about. Um, but this one I didn't really find. Like I found that like the theme was there, and I think that that's fine. But like in terms of like what they were talking about necessarily was not always the same thing. Yeah, and uh, I think they deliver it well, and because of the charisma they bring onto the track vocally, it holds the album. So the production is dope, the talent is dope, and it almost like makes me wonder what like hip hop would be like if if pro if like I guess sound engineering hadn't gotten to where it is. Like part of maybe why so many shit rappers are in the game in the eyes of people is that uh, oh Chris Crumb says yo at the very <laughs> end. Um, why so many people are like shit in the game is because 
they have engineers that are just glassing it up instead of actually being able to hold their own on a sound like like i think that dj pod and them can do the glassy thing real well whereas a lot of people could not make this tape and make it fucking sound good but um, like it's also kind of like what they probably expected and like kind of like what they wanted like you know maybe they didn't want it to sound polished they're like just get it done get it out like it's you know on to the next another one another one like it doesn't have to be perfect it just has to be done keys to success yeah and um i don't know so i give this one a 4.11 uh on five so it's an 82 percent. so it is on the low end but if you're into like more horrorcore southern old school underground kind of rap like this album is for you and not like every song is the best but like the overall feel and tone is definitely something that you should probably check out if you haven't um you know and it's kind of creepy to listen to in like the background so it's you know perfect for this time of year put it on this week you know for your halloween uh playlist vibe or whatever just you know to chill with like to chill with or to drive around to um and you can yeah let us know if you do check it out and if you liked it and what you thought about Chris it Chris Crow is in the comments right now live on Twitch so oh, yeah. for those of you watching this on YouTube later if you want to be part of this you can have your shit read out at the end too live mm -hmm. on Twitch fans. oh yeah uh it's for the fans, like cult fans. Like this is for the people that actually support them to give them something. And I think Chris is absolutely correct with that point. Y'all should check out Chris Chrome. He's a good guy. He does reviews sometimes here. Mm -hmm. um, but basically like, yeah, it's for the fans. And I, yeah. I feel like if you really support them, this is fucking dope. Um, anyway. That's it. That, that's it. Yeah. That, that's it. Uh, that's the end of our review here on the the live the live version on Twitch and the you watching it normal version saying shut the fuck up we get it you're live on Twitch but you haven't <laughs> followed us on Twitch so yeah. I have to keep Where seeing are you? it and did you subscribe to the channel below did Come you on. hit that like button really did you, uh, did you? go ahead and um, I don't know click on all of our links and plug it anyways let us know what you <laughs> think in the comments that would be fucking really cool of you if you could do that let us know what you think of this whole situation if you want to follow us on Twitch I mean we're gonna keep doing this live on Twitch thing so I mean we're not gonna stop the future's life like that's just what it is but uh let us know what you thought of the album the overall sound all of that good stuff um definitely uh it's a special thanks to the patrons ismail gadamsey chris prado jonathan barnes dg black hurricane linda williams scribble they're dope support what we do mm -hmm. if you like what we do behind that suit sorry patreon.com slash behind that suit and uh basically that would um you can support us like that it would be real real cool of you uh, i make music myself links in description got a new album coming got a contest we're giving out 250 canadian links in description mm -hmm. all that good stuff and i guess i guess that's the end of it though live long and prosper everyone peace guys <laughs>